Engine Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunios.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunios.com slash gu for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. Ultraman Z, episode 14, is entitled Four Dimensional Capriccio. It was originally aired September 26th, 2020. The writer is Koto Fukihara. The director is Kito, or Kiyotaka, sorry, Kiyotaka Taguchi. I'm going to jump right into it and share the ultra bad from this episode. The dimension looping was a bit lacking. Uh, maybe this story mechanic is so well-worn that it takes a lot for it to work well. I don't know, but just something in the flow of it was a little off for me. Didn't dig it as much as I could have. You know, it's not—it's no Groundhog's Day, but then again, what is Groundhog's Day besides Groundhog's Day? Uh, you know, some things do it better than others, but... Eh. <laughs> um, and I really wanted to see Yoko form her resolve like Haruki did by meeting his dad. And I feel like, thinking back now... She did pop into a certain place, but then I didn't get to see what exactly happened there, so it was a little disappointing. Uh, they could have taken away some of the time from the ultra-fast looping through and the gags and stuff to show more of what was going on with her. That could have been cool. Maybe we'll get it in a future episode. Who knows? Uh, Ultra-cool stuff. Uh, the new opening and closing songs are really cool. I like them a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. Uh, to me, it was really cool that I could tell that it was a new opening song by the fact that even though it's the same musicality and, and the, like, it's just different lyrics, basically, to the song, but I recognized, hey, these aren't the same lyrics, are they? So I'd actually been scrubbing through it, and then I said, you know, i got to rewind this and you know, listen to and read all the lyrics for the whole song, and I thought it was really cool. Uh, the kaiju fight was pretty wild. Um, <laughs> putting Z into the floor and, like, rubbing its head on it, or rubbing, like, running over his head and stuff like that, that was... Uh, that was pretty crazy. Um, there was other stuff, too, in the fight. Just how weird the kaiju was and how strangely it moved uh, was pretty fun. Uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't remember its name, unfortunately, so I forgot to look it up. But it doesn't matter because I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of, uh, of all the Ultraman kaiju. So it wouldn't really matter anyway. But I like that it was like this weird sea creature thing. Um, so fun, fun, fun. Uh, and then other thing... Um, Oh, the, just the change of pace of the fight was very interesting. I liked how it had those little arm, those little devices that came out of its shell, and that like there was this whole battle of wizards or magicians or whatever going on between uh, Gamma Future and the Kaiju. So that was pretty cool. Um, moving on to the Ultra Good, even Yoko is questioning the good of having a weapon so powerful as King Joe. That's deep. That's good stuff. The fact that she doesn't hesitate to use it when the need arises, though, brings a weightier nuance to the matter. So that was a lot of fun. And, you know, Baco introduced the question like four or five episodes ago, you know, should humanity have a weapon like this? And I really love that the, you know, the use of violence and such is being examined in the show. Um, and it's being done in such an interesting way. Moving on, Haruki and Z coming to an understanding and tapping into new powers with Gamma Future feels purposeful and meaningful. He, being Haruki, couldn't quite get to that place until he'd learned more about himself. Haruki meeting his dad, or at least thinking uh, he met his dad, was beautiful. Uh, the scene was so well-crafted. I believe this is the third time we've been to this point, uh, and this really builds on those scenes. Uh, in fact, I'm tempted to go back and watch little Haruki uh, thinking about his dad meeting adult Haruki. Or I'm, I want to go back and see the scene where little Haruki's waiting 
and it's such a long time, such a long time, such a long time. Then he falls over and his dad comes back up after he calls for him and, and runs to him. And it turns out it was because he was meeting older Haruki. And that's uh, that's a really, really fun, cool quite, uh, cool idea. Uh, so, uh, getting ultra deep with this, I want to know, did do you think uh, adult Haruki meeting Mr. Uh, Natsukawa helped inspire his dad to sacrifice some help to sacrifice himself to help inspire little Haruki. Does that make sense to you? Did him going back into the past as an adult, meeting his dad, his dad meeting and knowing him, make it shift the destiny of his dad so that his dad died in that kaiju attack or not? I'm going to tell you right now, I think the answer is yes. I'm going to ask you to strap in while I try to prove it. So here we go. Haruki asked Masaru how he would handle a terrible situation when people's lives were at stake. Masaru gave an answer and then almost chided himself because he wasn't fit to be giving such advice, possibly because he didn't think of himself as a real hero. Then, as they were shaking hands, Masaru realized that he was talking to his son from the future. Masaru taking young Haruki by the hand after that scene is over and uh, then encouraging him to you know, save his mom and to protect her and everything while he ran off to help save people under that devastating kaiju attack. Um, it felt so profound when I first saw it. And I think it is safe to say that Masu remembered this scene here, this little interaction with adult Haruki and acted not only to save, uh, <laughs> sorry, losing my place here, not only to save who he could then at that time, but so that Haruki could go on to do the same. I think Haruki's uh, tears, when they were talking and shaking hands and whatnot, uh, told him, Masaru, that he was dead in in his son's future, and he was affected by that from then on. The question was quite transparent, you know, but what would you do if you were in the situation? Um, and Masaru realized that Haruki must be involved with, involved in something huge. Uh, so he did everything to be an ideal man and hero for his son until the day he died so that Haruki would have an example to follow after and to aspire to. That's what I think happened. So I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Um, and if you've uh, watched the show already and know exactly that that's what happened or whatever, because uh, it's confirmed later on, let me know. Just message me. Tell me. I'd love to know. Anyway, uh, that's about it for now. Uh, Ava and the Glowbug 1.5 is up now. It's a little bit cleaned up. I've taken out the formatting breaks for the, you know, in point one, do this, point two, do this, all the way to 16. So you can just read it through as a single narrative. I think it flows well. Uh, I'd like input on it from people though. Uh, my, my tokusatsu action in there, the Ultraman, the growing giant and, you know, defeating the darkness or whatever. It's very short. It's like a single page worth of the, the picture book. Um, but I still think it works. So you can check that out and give me feedback on that as well. You can find all that at mjmunios.com. Type in Glowbug or go to mjmunios.com slash gu to find all my other Ultraman uh, series reviews. I'll actually have to go back to the page and make sure I have everything. I have uh, sssss.gridman. I have uh, the Ultraman uh, Netflix series, the uh, 2011 manga adaptation anime, and uh, Ultrafight Galaxy and all that. I'll have to make sure all that stuff is there in one page. Even if it's not all in one RSS feed, you can at least go to uh, mjmunios.com slash gu and access and have access granted to all of the uh, the uh, Going Ultra stuff that I've done. I think that's probably a worthwhile endeavor to, to do. So anyway, um, like I said, leave the comment uh, where you can. You can leave it on Odyssey. You can leave it over on the other video place. You can leave it on mjmunios.com. 
uh, in the show notes for, you know, in the show post. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to ask you that you remember that you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero. And I'm going to leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out.